Hello everyone, welcome to Jay-Z and the Amazing Technicolor Podcast. This is episode 12, and as always, I'm your host, Jeremy Zerby. If you've been enjoying the podcast so far, feel free to show your support. Head on over to Buy Me a Coffee and buy me one or a few or even sign up for a monthly membership. Thank you to each and every one of you for all you've done to keep this thing going. As a warning, this episode contains a mention of suicide and self-harm. I've linked to resources in the show description. If you are experiencing thoughts of suicide, seek out a trusted loved one or call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. This episode is for the parents. If you don't have kids, obviously you're going to benefit from what I have to say too, but I'm talking primarily to parents this week. I want to talk about a topic that comes and goes in popularity depending on what's going on in the news. Bullying. In general, we talk about it a lot, but I'm not sure that we honestly talk about it. Our kids talk about it regularly at school. They probably know more about it than we do, at least in their own context. Bullying is not what it used to be. There was a time when a kid was able to escape it from time to time. It rarely followed them home, unless the bully happened to be a kid in the neighborhood. Now. That bullying seems to follow our kids everywhere, thanks to the way video games are played and the invention of social media. There also seems to be a sense in which it was happening at school, the administration would do something about it. But as a parent, it feels like they aren't doing enough. Maybe that's how it felt to our parents, though, when we were kids. Maybe it has always felt like the teachers and school leadership wasn't doing enough. So today, I want to talk about it. What bullying is, how it's changed from when we were kids, what can be done, both as parents and what we can teach our kids to do about it on their own. This week's episode is going to be a tough one, but we're going to work through it and help our kids live the best lives that we can. So what is bullying? Bullying is when someone stronger seeks to physically harm someone else. But not only that, it's also marked by the stronger individual trying to intimidate or coerce someone, perceived as vulnerable, into doing something they don't want to do. When we think of bullying, we often think of the first thing. Some kid beating up another kid all the time, or stealing his lunch money, or calling him names and making fun of her because she doesn't wear the bright brand of clothes. But bullying runs, or can run, a whole lot deeper than that. It can be quieter and more subtle, a silent treatment, dares that seem innocent but are actually attempts to get someone to do something they would normally avoid. Because if they do it, they're able to think that they can fit in with a particular group. Kids are brutal to each other. They'll make fun of and pick on others for some of the stupidest things. We've all seen it happen. Our kids have come home talking about it. And whether we want to admit it or not, some of our kids are the ones doing the bullying. If we don't stop it when they're young, the bullies will grow up to be adult bullies. We call them abusers as adults, but it is the very same thing. The Donald Trumps and Andrew Tates and Mark Driscolls of the world would all be classified as bullies if they were behaving the way they do as children. 
I guess it could be argued that adult abusers were potentially the victims of the very things they have grown up to do. And it could be argued that a kid is bullying others because she has been bullied and is simply trying to outbully her tormentors. Whatever the underlying causes, it happens. People are victimized. They are hurt. And more so than in previous generations, they are inflicting self-harm, or worse, in response. Let's take a moment and talk about some of the numbers. These are taken from the National Bullying Prevention Center. You can find the full article linked in the episode description. One out of every five students has reported being bullied. Nearly half of those victims are afraid it's going to happen again. Nearly half went to an adult at school to report their bullying. Nearly a quarter of those bullied report being cyberbullied. LGBTQ youth are more than four times as likely to commit suicide in response to bullying than their peers. It doesn't stop just because someone grows up. Someone can be a victim of bullying well into adulthood. Abusive relationships, exploitation, and blackmail all happen way more often than we would like to imagine they do. By recent statistics, the suicide rate overall has increased by 4% when the most recent numbers were reported. In that same time, it increased 8% among teens, with females attempting suicide more often than males. And bullying contributes to this in a blatant way. When we were kids, we didn't have social media and connected gaming experiences. If you wanted to play video games with your friends, you had to go to their house or talk on the phone while you played at the same time. Eventually, we had the internet at home, but even that was limited in how you could interact with others. Chat rooms and instant messages were about it. We could largely escape the bullying by not giving out our instant messaging handles to everyone. Things are a bit different now. Our kids are playing games on smartphones and tablets. They're chatting with friends and it is much easier for bullies to find their targets. Our kids can't really escape it. And even as adults, it is much simpler for those seeking to exploit to connect with their victims thanks to things like online dating and other forms of social media. I, w I want you to know I'm not against social media and I struggle with kids having access to it but also understand that if they don't have a working knowledge of it, it's going to hamper their success later in life. But we need to educate our children about the dangers. They need to know in no uncertain terms what can happen if they are not careful. Media literacy and social media etiquette are vitally important, and as parents, it's our responsibility to teach them these things. It is our responsibility to be examples for them because what they see us doing is likely what they are going to do. In light of how constantly connected we are, what can we do to prevent or address bullying? The most important thing we can do is keep an open line of communication between ourselves and our kids. They need to feel comfortable talking to us about what is going on in their lives and need to feel 
like we will take it seriously when they come to us because of being bullied. If you can, get on the local school board or show up at the PTO meetings and argue for the importance of bullying prevention programs. School-based programs reduce instances of bullying by 25%. When it comes to the internet, we need to make sure we are aware of what our kids are doing online. Watch for changes in their behavior. Keep an eye on how they act when they're on their device. Keep tabs on their social media accounts. And if they shut down, they suddenly have a new one. Because these are all signs that someone may be a victim or involved in cyberbullying. Also, like I said before, as parents, we need to set an example. When schools shut down at the beginning of the pandemic, it forced parents to be involved in their child's education. In many cases, probably for the first time. It forced us as parents to fill the role of teacher in a lot of ways. And for many, they couldn't do it. It's hard. And a lot of people aren't cut out to be teachers. So parents began demanding that schools reopen. They used the well-being of their kids as the reason, but really it was because they just couldn't do it anymore. And when schools did eventually reopen, parents should have relinquished some of their control to send their kids back. Instead, they began harassing and bullying teachers and school boards because they didn't like what the schools were doing. There are plenty of videos out there of armed parents screaming at school staff about masks and critical race theory. Parents being bullies. Our kids are watching. They see this behavior and it validates it for them. We can't tell our kids not to be bullies if we are bullies ourselves. And our kids aren't going to come to us if they don't see us as being the ones standing up to the bullies. But rather, who are the bullies? We are never going to be able to stop bullying completely. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't make every effort to protect our kids from it.